a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trims sitting down by the street. But leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. hear me yeah these things aren't working it's terrible stand by regulators We'll just do what we can do with what we got. Good morning, regulators. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan is on the road. We'll hear from him soon. He's... Uh, just leaving the panhandle of Florida, coming back this way. Beef steak is in the house. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the old pot belly, the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up. Man, and this morning it was, uh, it is almost required just to take the dampness out of the air. It is, it was froggy the whole way up here. You know, Until I got into Austin, where I guess it melts off the, melts off the, I don't know. I don't I, know why. What, what I saw was. a uh, screen splash where they were comparing Austin to Seattle. We've had in in the month, I think the month of June, we've had uh, maybe May and June, we've had 12 inches more of rain than Seattle. <laughs> I, I was thinking that yesterday. I was thinking... We're kind of like, uh, this is kind of like if you lived in Seattle or something where it's just always raining. So I tell my wife, I could yeah. not do this. I could not, I at mean, least not out there where I am. I did, uh, did a lot of lawn work yesterday morning before it started thundering and lightning. <laughs> yeah. Well, lawn work for me is like two days. Yeah. I was going to say, I wasn't going to compare, but yeah, but you're going in and out of the trees and if you choose not to do it. For a couple of weeks, I don't think anybody would notice, would they? 
Uh, Mrs. Grannywood, it it's really just me. That's what I was. You're your own HOA, Highly obsessive, right? compulsive. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, we're, we just talk hunting, fishing, and whatever else we feel like talking about. Uh, today's going to be a good day. It's a great day. It's uh, May is happening. Uh, the you weather is the weather is kind of right in the right in the middle there and and uh but hey before it, we get yeah. started yes we got rain we got uh houston 19 of the last 23 days more is on the way texas louisiana increasing flooding potential throughout our early next week i heard that we're gonna have some sunshine for the next week i'm hoping mm. victoria received 20 inches of rain during the last month of may uh during the the month of may eclipsing the previous record of 14 inches mm. 14 inches in houston uh second wettest period on record for the city port Arthur wettest may on records at 15.5 inches so yep a lot of rain but hey did you guys hear about the golfer that got pulled he was the pga golfer so they're having one of their big tournaments you know and those guys they're like if you win it you're you're at you're at a million dollars and the the pot for this one was 1.7 he in two he's two days in he's like shooting a 62 or 64 something like he's just screaming it just i mean killing everybody Yesterday, he gets pulled off the course because his COVID test came back positive. <laughs> pulled him, and, he, and he's, he's done. He's done. $1.7 million. And the two guys that were on his team that were just paired with him. Yeah. You know, and how many of those are Oh, my fal- gosh. How many of those are false positives? There was a guy... Uh, I. Uh, heard about a guy here in uh, Austin that was taking his family. They were going to go on vacation, and before they were going to fly, I guess, with the kids or go out of the country, they need to do that. Got a, they got a positive on one of the kids, and they're like, oh, that's it. So they went to three other different places to get the test, and it came back. That was the only, neg- that was the only positive. All the others were negative. So there are false positives out there. I know. I don't know how that works exactly. Well, you'd think that the PGA would have, if they're taking one point seven million dollars, yeah, I would demand another. You cast. better make sure that right. <laughs> but even so, you know, I heard some of the other guys talking uh, on on the show on the on the way in. It's almost the like discrimination, that, isn't it? Well, it's it's almost like, well, why couldn't he just play by himself, or everybody just keep six feet away from him, put on or, a mask or whatever? And yeah. I mean, he's like been completely engulfed, immersed in the and everything up to this one moment. It's not like they're knocking slobber or anything like you do in football or or, or basketball. And really, or, science says that if you're outside, the likelihood is like zero to none. I've anyway, got, I just I've been thought, going. I'm sorry. I, that that's really high level sport where somebody's getting taken out like that. I don't yeah. care. I don't. I really. I'm I, not. I know you don't have to deal with it anymore. Hardly at all, right? Well, no. Where I'm just are. saying. I mean, I'm not a big. I, I I I could care. Like I watched less than zero basketball no i meant you don't have to deal with the uh with the mask part where you now live out in the free zone but here you don't have to wear them here anymore do you well they have the signs up but i went in i forgot went into heb and i asked them and you know they have signs everywhere and everybody's wearing masks i said hey i forgot you know i don't have my mask and i said so what if i told you i'm just not gonna wear one and she said, our policy is we ask, but we don't enforce. Yeah. Said, we really don't care because we just have to sign up for political reasons, basically. Well, the cover, right? C-Y-O-A. What? C-Y-O-A. Oh, yeah. C-Y-A. C-Y-A. I don't know what the O was for. <laughs> that means like, oh, man. <laughs> your big we O. We better keep this sign up. Your, your big O. Anyway, I don't want to talk about uh, COVID or any of that stuff. It, it, I'm so over it. But 
Uh, I just thought that was. But things are coming back that was now. Amazing, dude! Travel, travel is happening again. I'm telling you, you Business know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. So, and we're going to talk about this later in the show about the the boating industry and and what's going on there. But last year, national parks absolutely record numbers of people in the national parks. Record numbers of people on the rivers and lakes and uh, camping gear sold out. Uh, bicycles sold out. I mean, this is there's a lot of good outdoor, you know, momentum, and I, I hope the outdoor industry has a way to capture that. It hasn't helped us on our Monday night bass tournament <laughs> with the outdoor. Well, just the last couple of weeks with the rain and and then uh, trying to get the right baits because you and me, you know, I mean. We have certain baits that we like to fish, sure. and I mean, we, we don't can't tell, tell anybody. We can't tell anybody what they don't are, but they Cody. are, they are, you know, highly special. And and no, we don't follow him, him around. We just happen to get to the next spot. And I he's think there. he just somehow right. he lucks lucks on on spots ahead of us. That's what I'm thinking. He just happens, and upon we go him. there, and he's like, "What? What are you doing here, dude? I mean, we're what like across the lake, going like, "What's what's he doing? Like going ahead of us on all I our think, spots?" I think so. He wants to be around. He's jealous. So anyway, we like to like to do a little hunting and fishing around here. We're going to be doing a summer hey, like, camp here coming up pretty quick in a couple of weeks. We're going to be uh, be going out to a, a camp with a dozen boys and. We're going to be whacking and stacking some hogs. So I was driving back uh, yesterday, driving through the country, coming from a, a country-fied baby shower for my daughter way out in the country. What did you do, deep-fry uh, birthday cake, or what do you mean? No. Country-fried? No, I mean, it was a baby cue. It was called uh, a baby cue. Like so they had it. barbecue and everything. It was great. But uh, driving back. Uh, in some of the pastures driving back in the country, I saw patches of hogs. It's weird because it's sound because I, I like I want to stop and go back and look at them, or yeah. I want to I want to do something. I don't know what it is I want to do. You know, shoot at them with my pistol. You know, my do- if I'm taking my dog for a walk and there's a cat that even glimpses or stands still, he's like on it. I mean, and I think that's how we become with hogs. You can train them against that. You know that, right? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the president of the HOA was uh, was driving around and uh, and oh, my do- oh my doing dog, an inspection. Yeah, and my dog had uh, one of the cats treed, and he's just like rawr, 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 right in the and just waiting for the cat. And the cat's like, oh, I'm gonna pretend like I'm falling. Whoa! And uh, so my uh, the president was like. Uh, what are you doing? And I said, hey, that's what they do. Cats and dogs, man. I'm letting him have some fun. And look, that cat's like playing with him too. So it's part of nature. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that. He was, he's probably, for, he's from Portland. Hey, so. that segment of the show is brought to you by McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns, family owned and operated local full service gun shop. They have a full service uh, they have a, a gunsmith on site available to help you if you have any firearm issues. And gosh knows we've had them here uh, in the bunkhouse with uh, different parts and pieces to our firearms not working correctly. Some of them were us and some of them were not us. <laughs> Maintenance. They have right? firearms over there. If you're trying to find the right firearm, one that'll fit your hand or one that'll fit your shoulder, they got them. McBride's Gun, same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar, 472-3532. Online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, because McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll be back after a quick break. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. It's only one place, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. 
Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. With school out in warm weather here, put a spotlight on summer in a new Ram. Because nothing beats driving around in a new Ram during Nile Maxwell's Ram Spotlight Sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. From crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars to heavy duties, it doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready for your summer vacation. Truckloads of new Rams are here and more on the way. If you want a new Ram, we've got it. Grab your keys to summer and head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 62183 in Austin or visit us online at com. All right, now it's time for some uh, fishing news, and we've got Cody Ryan on the line with us. He's uh, typically in the studios with us here, hammering on the latest fishing tournament and uh, trends, fishing news tournament and trends. But he is uh, he's driving back from the Florida. second of the National Professional Fishing League tournament. Cody Ryan, are you pulled over? Or are you sitting yeah, in? The, yeah, yeah. Third event of the National Professional Fishing League. Oh, third League event. Tournament. Yes, third yeah, event. Halfway, halfway through the season, got three more coming up. Um, but yeah, we had a trip from Florida. I'm pulled over into the. Oh, what's that place called? Uh, the Waffle House parking lot. Oh, <laughs> my favorite. Sitting on the boat, eating on that. So I made this deal on the way down to Florida uh, to fish this tournament last week. Uh, my daughter, uh, I was trying to come up with things that would we could get things done, like get down the road and eat lunch and do all that, but make it fun. So I was like, hey, let's have a picnic on the boat. And so we sat in a parking lot one day uh, on our way down and had a picnic on the boat. Well, then we get in the truck to come home, and she's like, she was upset last night when we started making our drive that we weren't going to have dinner on the boat, a picnic dinner on the boat. So (laughs) the girls are now having a picnic breakfast on the boat while I'm giving you guys a call and checking in, but was down there in Florida and fish the Harris chain of lakes, which is like seven lakes all connected through canals and lock systems and, um, really cool. I mean, just, they do eco tours, you know, because of the birds and all of the alligators. And I mean, just amazing, amazing scenery. I mean, you could just, you could spend a week there just driving around through all the locks and canals and lakes and just awestruck by the beauty uh, but I was down there to catch bass, and bass did I catch. Um, probably caught over 120 in three days of uh, competition over the last three days of the tournament. 70 fish I caught on day two um, sitting in one area. and uh, Well, majority of them in one area. And so, I mean, my hands are torn up, ate up. Uh, didn't do very good, just just didn't catch the big fish when I needed to had a bunch of, uh, good fish during practice, but, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. It's my first major event, my first tournament in Florida. And, you know, you hear stories about Florida fishing, bass fishing in particular, that's, it's just a different, it's a different animal. It's a different creature. And, um, and I can see why now, but, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. A lot of fish to be caught. I can't wait to get back to Bass Drop tomorrow to whoop up on you boys. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you just you just keep wishing. You just keep wishing. We, we are so... We talked about you following us. You happen to be in our spots. Yeah, always, yeah. What's this about always going ahead of us, getting to our spots before we do? I mean, what kind of, what kind gotta, of deal are you? We pot, you're a pot on liquor. You. You're yeah. a pot liquor. You would know, y'all. Y'all would know what a spot was if you stumbled on it. And uh, hey, we've stumbled on down. all kinds of good spots. Man, that sounds like fight words there. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Man. So I'm gonna go. I I think I am gonna go out to Lake Bass Drop tomorrow and fish that little Monday night as they got going, just to kind of get back and and. Uh, if y'all want to meet me out there, I'll I'll be happy to whoop your butts. Make me feel better about myself. If the rain lets off, it's been like uh, I thought we were in. Some you kind can of just tropical... about you can just about jump in a in a boat and get to Bass Lake Bastrop from my 
for my yard. Just oh follow the flowing God. water. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. I've been getting pictures. I was worried about my pond filling up, and it is overflowing now. So. Yeah, worried about it filling up. Now I'd be worried about the levee breaking. Yeah. Well, well hey, I think that hadn't crossed my mind. I thought it was pretty interesting when you told me that you were uh, on the turn during the tournament days. You'd be out there fishing, and all of a sudden, a tour boat would come through the little area where you're fishing and people just standing there yeah. waving at you and looking at you going, Oh, Hey, how you doing? So I was in a canal. <laughs> I was in a canal and, and to be honest, I was probably there to take advantage of the shade for a few minutes as, uh, that Florida sun can, can beat on you when you, I mean, we're spending 13 hours a day on the water during practice. The sun never goes down in Florida this time of year. And, uh, <laughs> it seems like anyway, but, um, uh, so there was an alligator tour boat that was coming into this canal. I'm in this little backwater canal or whatever, just fishing around, and this little tour boat's coming. So I kind of scoot over out of the way and throw my bait up against this little dock that's over there, and all of a sudden my bait takes off, and I set the hook, and the tour boat's 20 yards from me. And I fight this fish around the boat, and it's a giant bass. I mean, it, it was 714, just shy of 8 pounds. And, uh, and I got it and grabbed it and lifted it up and everybody, I mean, 40 people on this alligator tour boat were like, (laughs) pictures and it felt like I just, you know, caught the winning fish, the Bassmaster Classic and they were there to, you know, observers following me, but it was. It was kind of a neat moment, funny. Uh, you know, the tour bus guy was like, and uh, that's a bass fisherman with a 10-pound bass. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I was I was like, I think it is 10 pounds, it's huge. And uh, then they, you know, so go and they, they drove off, and I said, uh, just part of the show, folks. See you next week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, doing that whole deal. But it was fun. It was, that was kind of a, kind of a funny side story that happened happen uh so i go back to that very spot yesterday i'm fishing i catch a quick limit of of fish they don't weigh a whole lot you know they're little ones I go, and i'm like man that place is so far away but i know there is one eight pounder in there you know maybe i'll go try and catch her i know the very dark she's on and uh and i had nothing to lose you know i could go try and catch uh, a bunch of more little ones where I knew I could do that and sit there and hopefully maybe stumble into a couple good ones. But I decided to go all the way back there to where that I caught that eight pounder in practice. And it was a long, it was a long way away. I get there, <clears throat> I get prepared. I cast up to that dock and I get a bite and I set the hook and I'm like, my heart sinks. I'm, I just knew it was her. And ended up only being a three pounder. But at first when you set the hook and you had caught an eight pounder on that same cast, mm. you know, a couple of days before you're like, that's her. I mean, I just redeemed my whole tournament, just saved my whole tournament by making this decision. Ended up, it was just a three pounder, which helped at the time or, or still helped. Um, and it was good, but yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I mean, it was kind of like one of those good, good that it helped and uh, my weight for the day, but, you know, bummed that it wasn't the eight pounder that I let go during practice. <laughs> well, so it, it was, it was a good adventure for sure. And just ready to shake it off. The hardest part about losing, you're going to lose more bass tournaments. I don't care who you are than you do win them. But uh, the hardest part about losing is just having, you know, friends and family calling and texting and watching and rooting on and, you know, feeling like you you let them down. Um, that's just the hardest part to get over for an angler that has such a good support group like you guys and, and my family with me. So that's the part to get over. That's hard. Well, but. we we love you. We just we love the adventure. We we live vicariously, and as do many of your fa- fans, just live vicariously through what you're doing. And uh, and we don't think you ever lose. We just think you're uh, getting ready for the next 
next one. And, uh, you know, I was thinking yesterday when you were talking about uh, not catching a big bag yesterday, I was thinking our buddy Clark Winlet, who is Angler of the Year last year in BASS, uh, was having the same, you know, your mentor, having the same exact struggles in, in a in a tournament go- and and going into the classic i mean you know there's so much of that stuff that uh no yeah but just know we love you and you guys be careful coming back home we can't wait to hear more about the adventures on the road bass fishing uh 101 for us oh, yeah roadkill alligators i got to talk about that next week <laughs> <laughs> well i won't be here next week so you'll have all the time to talk all right. Okay. All right. We'll save up the stories. Tell the girls hi. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you here soon. And uh, have a waffle for me. See you. See you tomorrow for sure. All right. Keep All right. Boys. See you later. Hey, archery country. You don't have to be an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, or game around the world to enjoy archery a lot of folks are picking up archery and and shooting in their backyard in their in their spare time just doing competition just doing it for exercise and just to be outside great for kids the matthews genesis bow is a great way to get your kids involved in the outdoors get them outside get them involved in something find all the gear targets arrows and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. Need a crossbow? They got them. 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. We got your... What do we got coming up next? News of the Weird. News of the Weird coming up next. Only one place, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse and the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or OutdoorZone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1979. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brakes, repairs, and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop near you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. That's sunautomotiveservice.com or go to, well, you really need to get your car repaired at one of the locations at 405 Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and now Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620 North. That's sunautomotive.com. Thank you, Beef. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. An Arkansas angler reeled in an extraordinarily uncommon fish. Josh Rogers landed a gold-colored largemouth bass with a swim jig at Beaver Lake. Hey, write that down. Swim jig. Stop. Get some. We're going to need them (laughs) tomorrow. All right. We're going after the golden bass. Speaking of tomorrow, did you see what kind of boat he was in? Did you see that picture? 
Oh yeah, I did actually. Yeah. I was very familiar. Cody, so very, it's a uh, you know nice aluminum track. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was maroon. Like, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I think that's called uh, Grandberry. Oh, the color. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to get that wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, be in, we'll be in the Granberry Tracker tomorrow, <laughs> kicking some Granberry Tracker Golden Bass tail. He quickly identified the species, but the color made him wonder. Turns out he'd hit jackpot. Josh needs to buy a lottery ticket because he caught one fish in a million. Arkansas Game and Fish Commission biologist John Sign told the Arkansas Wildlife Magazine, the AGFC's official magazine, largemouth bass are usually shades of green and brown. Stein said the unique color of Rogers fish is due to a natural but rare genetic anomaly. So apparently it's like uh, a melanistic deer or Mm. even somebody who is... um, uh what is it when somebody's there they have no pigment in their skin uh they're uh, albino albino and so it's just a it's a uh a, a gene or, or something that was that, missing right yeah, yeah and so this largemouth bass had no blacks or dark colors no browns and which made it this golden color uh he said he ended up returning the fish to the lake i didn't but he did take a picture that was good. I didn't think anything about it for an hour and a half of fishing at the old Arkansas Wildlife Magazine. Then I started sending pictures to friends and putting it on Instagram and Facebook. And from the reaction of everybody, I started thinking, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have thrown it back. I was surprised it caused such a reaction from people. The angler now plans to get a replica of his catch made. So, which I thought, That's two things. Cool. One is, I'm glad he let it go back. That's good. Well, what else would he have done? Well, with it? last you mean, week we it? talked. We talked about that guy last week that, that caught that or, or the caught that giant bass, largemouth, smallmouth hybrid. hybrid mix, and he just somehow had a scale from it. He sent in, you know, left over yeah. on. He dug it out of the trash can, left over from the barbecue or something, you know. <laughs> but I, I thought. Uh, I thought it was good he let it go back and then, you know, getting the replica and then, you know, cutting out some news stories about it and stuff like that. That's cool. That was great. Replicas are the way. I wonder if there could have been a gene splicing thing where they could uh, use it to uh, create other, you know, abnormalities. Put it in a lab. Yeah. Put it in a in the little Dr. Dr. Fish lab. I mean, there's people out there that do that, right? Yeah. I mean, genetically, there's that place that got, that guy caught that hybrid i thought was a lake that they're doing the share hybrid testing and and they get different uh the, the different larger right dna and eggs and put them together and so what know, other creating. what other abnormalities have you seen have you ever like seen a two-headed turtle out there or i don't know where you go but no there's you, you, you just you in the woods, that. dude. It's just in the woods. I've never seen anything abnormal. Have you seen black deer? For, Have you seen the black deer? Yes. Uh-huh. I saw okay. one. Actually, the darkest one I've ever seen was up at the old bunkhouse that came through up there. And yeah. I was like, it's just a little, what, 17 acres or 20 acres? and But it was, you know, in the middle of a kind of subdivision. Well, it wasn't really, but... It, no, it, no two-headed snakes. No, but you know, I think there's a we got we know a guy right, Doc uh, Rosenbach, that is taking some of those darker ones, which I hear were very common in Central Texas at one time. Well, there's patches around. There's patches around the country where you have those variations in the whitetail, and and I'm thinking there's prob that's probably common in. A lot of different uh, different species. Like I was wondering, if you're a duck hunter, is there like some common? This was behind my house last night. See how that? No, I'm just saying. See how light colored that deer is? It's a light brown. <laughs> yeah. No, it has to be. <laughs> so <laughs> and then drag I, it back into but the I backyard. Wondered, you know, I know like they accused me of for a year. They thought I was I was shooting deer with a bow and then dragging them through my back. Why, why I had a gate on my back uh, fence? And I'd 
you know, instantly. And a feeder behind your house. But, you know, yeah. But, you know, it is weird that I do have a sink out there and uh, a whole place to hang. and Yeah, this rack thing. thing with. And they've seen me uh, entertained. I've entertained the kids of the neighborhood by. Uh, Hanging dead deer up in the yard. No, by doing a pig. We skinned a pig and, yeah. and a deer in the yeah. front yard. All the kids came Everybody around. Everybody does that, don't Why they? Why not? Yeah. I just, you know, my wife got tired That's of the That's the neighborhood you want to live in. <laughs> exactly. Hey, don't go near his house. <laughs> but so, anyways, I have never seen a two-headed anything except for when I paid 20 or 50 cents or whatever it was to get into the sideshow at the uh, county fair. Up in Milledgeville, yeah, yeah, Illinois, yeah, you know yeah, the the yeah, you can claim, see on like a, a pig with three legs, and it's five so legs yeah, or, and it's like sewed into the side. You're going, oh my gosh, what did they do to this poor thing? Right, you could because it's just hanging there, going like you like well, you can see the stitches. There's, I, I mean, there's creatures out there, and you see the photos on game cams are especially good at showing abnormalities for you right. know you can look that kind of stuff up didn't y'all get a three ha- a three-horned uh deer once was we, that you yeah we i vaguely remember that, that it was growing one right in the center of it something like that skull cap. unicorn deer some kind of <laughs> weird deal but wasn't that one you shot uh and, and you weren't supposed to shoot it was uncle ted's or was that that story no 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 no, no that was a different you know, you never told deer. me that story. It took someone else to tell you about. Uh, yeah, Darren. Darren Ted had to Nugent's go. deer. Yeah, and he tells me lots of backstory. Uh, well, that's behind know. the camera, so he's not supposed to tell you any of that stuff. He's the produ- He was the producer and the camera guy, so that's not part of the story. You're not supposed to know that. Well, I'd tell you about it, but uh, then I'd have to edit you out <laughs> <laughs> of the story. Well. Uh, yeah, no, it, I was just wondering about the abnormalities of different animals and around the country. Specifically, I was wondering about ducks, different, you know, like green heads that were mixed up in a certain area that weren't, you know, supposed to be mallards that are just weird colors. I, or, you know, sometimes you do see weird. I mean, you see flamingos or the blue herring or, you know down here and you're not supposed to. Yeah, but to. I don't know that they're... Well, yeah, maybe so. And that alligator? That was... But we're talking about weird genetic strains. Yeah, genetic things. Like, you know, like a frog road with... rash. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Genetic <laughs> malfunctions like a road No, rash. not malfunctions. That's... He's one of a kind. He's yeah. unique. What do you mean? <laughs> I know. I'm oh, in that same species. So mean. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Short Raw Bar and Grill, our amazing friends at Shore, serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico, all our favorites. Really cool oyster selection over there, pet-friendly patio. Uh, drink and appetizer specials all week long. Don't miss going over there and seeing our buddies at the hottest new restaurant in Austin. It's Ross Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Jim uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider have got this place hopping. You got to go see it. Enjoy dinner there. Jump on their Facebook page. It'll it'll blow your mind. They're just so innovative. Located on Highway 71 West, Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Short Raw Bar and Grill. SureATX.com for details. SureATX.com for details. All right, we'll take a break. On the flip side, we'll come back. Game Warden Field Notes. You can't get it anywhere else but here or 247-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Beefsteak here for Central Texas Honda dealers. Solve your Honda envy and fall in love with a new Honda during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. See your Central Texas Honda dealers. Go to First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, and Honda San Marcos. Or visit online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my deer blind. 
country music on the radio. All right. Welcome back, regulators. Man, what a great morning it is. It's a beautiful. See, it's June 2021. Weather's starting to warm up just a little bit, but man, we can't get it to stop raining here. It just keeps on raining. Uh, but that's all right. We'll be fine. Hey, Nile Maxwell GMC, your summer starts now. Nile Maxwell GMC, before you head down to the beach or just get out and get away, your professional grade GMC is waiting for you at Nile Maxwell GMC. The best deals this summer on hundreds of professional grade GMCs with 0% financing for 72 months in the new Acadia and Terrain. Adventure in style in the 2021 Canyon. Small pickup truck matches its rugged capability with assertive modern styling, precise details, and bold accents that impart a fierce, confident, and athletic attitude no matter which trim you choose. Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 and Round Rock online at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. Now it's time for our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So this is kind of a follow-up from last week. We were talking about what the uh, Memorial Day weekend was going to look like. With mm-hmm. all the new boat owners out there, and uh, the record number, record number, of, record numbers of fatalities and accidents, and all that great news from twenty twenty. Cody's favorite, uh, you know, favorite topic about how uh, you don't have to have a, you know, license to drive a boat, yet. which he is fully against. He thinks you should be required to have a license to operate a boat. I think if you're under a certain age, you do, uh, or born after a certain date, don't you have to have the uh, boater's uh, education? Yeah, you have to, uh, 71? Is it 71? 72, I think, yeah, 71. But regardless, you should do it anyway. Uh, boating incidents surpassed 2020 numbers, including increased increases in new boaters, severe weather, flooding, lack of life vest, alcohol, lack of, lack of observing safety protocols, and changes. The Memorial Day weekend provi- proved extremely busy for Texas game wardens, despite severe weather, including storms, downpours, and flooded rivers in some areas, boating incidents statewide surpassed last year Memorial Day weekend numbers in almost every category. And All our right. buddy Cody Jones is quoted in here yeah. on just how many people, uh, lack of use of life vest, abuse of alcohol, not following general rules of safe boating, and just on and on and on that uh, and well, that me, paired with the weather conditions that had flooded lakes and flooded rivers and floating debris and just and people just oblivious to we, uh, safe boating. We rented a pontoon boat when we were in Tennessee. You know, they have uh, chain lakes like they do here, like reservoirs. You know, Tennessee is known mm-hmm. for that, just like we are. And uh, just dam it up and have a really, really nice, uh, nice set of lakes, you know. But anyways, we were, and they, he said, hey, watch out for one thing, the logs. Floating logs are just below the surface. You can barely see them, but uh, they will snatch a propeller, you know, your, your outboard. They'll... Uh, They'll just There's crack just things all up, kinds man. of stuff that floats in the water after a like a, a nice skiers, rain, like skiers and tubers and all that. No, I'm gonna okay. So let's. I had a boating life before fishing, you know, and and doing the outdoor. It was uh, Lake Travis boating, and a guy, a friend of mine, had a boat which was a uh, probably 16 foot tri hull you know with the 350 inboard motor you know the standard party ski boat right and it was nothing but a party it really was i mean 
there's something about getting out on the lake where people feel like they're pirates and you <laughs> and you own that you can like you're a country that has your own rules and it's fun people young people that are having fun parties are really enjoy their time on the lake all right now I'm and then you go to the other side, which is the people that are trying to use it responsibly, you know, to fish or or recreation with their with their family. And those are two different worlds, man. I'm just trying to. Oh, yeah. What do you well, think we talk of, about it here all the time. The difference in the recreational boaters. Now, there's recreational boaters that boat very responsibly. They are highly cautious you know they're they understand a marker they understand etiquette they understand all that stuff and and hey to each his own it's the unskilled unsupervised and uncaring uh boater out there that that brings in this this comment over the weekend game wardens were involved with medical emergencies on the water sinking vessels jet ski incidents and boater water boater water rescues among others due to heavy rains flooding posed some issues throughout the state two kayakers without personal flotation devices were stranded in the flooded sabine river currents they were rescued and returned to safety in Longview area. Game wardens made another water rescue on the Sabine River and rescued two adults and a two-year-old baby as a result of an overturned kayak on Lake Livingston. Two-year-old kayaking. I took our two-year-old granddaughter out on our boat. Um, There's no, nothing wrong with taking little but, kids out on the boat, but and the, and do, the they have the, do they yeah. have a personal flotation device that this was kind of cool correctly. there was one that strapped on it and it had like a hood that was a big floaty behind their head so that no matter what happened if they fell in it was designed where their head pops up right and they lean back well and that's one of i the, need one of those one don't of the, i be don't i road well, rash one of the right? big things that uh that if you don't put on or if you buy a cheap life jacket for a kid or an adult that if you get the wrong kind or if you don't do it correctly, it, your head doesn't stay back out of the water. They're created, designed, so if you not get knocked out and fly out of the boat. One time they, I was uh, being pulled on a on a big old uh, tube, and th- they couldn't get me off, so they were like, okay, we're going to do this, man. Behind a merchant and so, ship in the Persian <laughs> Gulf or something. And they started like going, you know, creating wakes and going back and forth and just spinning the whole Trying you know, to get you off. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. And so I had this mat. I turned over once and hung on, came back, flipped up to the top. And no like, way. Oh, my gosh. How does that happen? Uh, yeah. So the next time, they really did it hard, and boom, I hit this, and it completely ripped the jacket off, my life vest. The buckle snapped, and it went and took off. And they're like, oh, my, I've never seen that before. <laughs> That's how hard I hit. Uh, road rash, are you, are you shocked at all for that comment at all? Not, and they're like, I've never seen that before. Floating dude. life jacket. Oh they my just looked God. at me like, oh, well, wow. it's, um, we just really, that happen? we really want to encourage folks out there. You're not a pirate and it is so <laughs> important. I remember when we got our Do first you boat. I remember when we yeah. got our first boat, I had no boating I'd been out on a, a boat once or twice with a, the salesman and a fishing guide. And what can I do to get you into this boat today? Yeah, and I got into that boat, <laughs> and uh, and and Cody and I, Cody and I learned all this stuff. Just you know, and and I, at a hindsight, I wish I'd had a course where I could just go online and even learn some basic stuff. You know, I was yesterday. I was. I'm trying to train a puppy, right? I got the new border collie hinge. and You love that, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm trying to train him, and I'm like, man, he's really got a lot more energy than I remember my last dog. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or him, but I'm uh, – and so I just went on YouTube, and I started watching some videos. And, man, I felt a whole lot better about everything about the way he was acting and why he was acting that way and how to, you know, start to 
to get some training done. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with boating safety, learning how to boat correctly, understanding some of that stuff, or just about anything nowadays. You just YouTube it and watch a couple of good videos and and there's some great information out there. Speaking of videos, if you wanna if you want some thick skin, go and you know, the boat launches are the places where men boys learn to be men, right? Or they give up and never come back. Well That's, you you see all those where the guys launching the boat and the Oh, the fails? Oh yeah, my gosh. The you know, somehow the, the boat go all the way into the somehow water. the internet found me because I watched a couple of them and now they just pour in. And so it's all these boat ramp fails. It's fun to watch. And I'm like, been there. It's a lesson. (laughs) Farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Our suppliers produce some of the leading uh, gates. Our suppliers' products come from some of the leading suppliers, such as Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturing, all of whom are trusted names in the industry. It doesn't matter what size piece of dirt you got. If you own a piece of dirt, you need to know about FarmRanchStore.com. They have all the top-grade gear you need to build that ranch piece of dirt out. FarmRanchStore.com is where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, we're going to take a quick break, fill up our coffee cups, meet us back here. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. You can catch us 24-7, 365, and share us with your friends at TheOutdoorZone.com and every podcast platform out there. All right, we'll be back right after this. 